Good morning, London. I want to welcome everybody to the program. Of course, every Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young, joining you here to talk all things health, fitness, nutrition related. And guess what? I brought my team. My team is here. I say my team. I guess it's my team every week. But really, I got three of you now. I got Fatima. I got Garrett and I got Brandon and you guys are all amazing individuals who contribute a lot to MedPoint Fitness and the success of the fitness program. How is everybody doing this morning? Doing great. Very good. Good. Brandon's first time on the on the air. Thanks for having me. Thanks yeah, it's me. it's great to have you guys here. Uh, of course, we always every every Saturday morning talk about health subjects, right? We we try and give as many facts as possible. We try and Direct people in ways where, you know what, they make the best choices. And hey, it's fall season right now, right? It's upon us. We're seeing the leaves change color. And people often get back into routine this time of year. We have uh, kids going back to school. Maybe, uh, you know, obviously teachers are going back to teach those kids. And a lot of other things just happen because now the summer weather's over. People aren't outside as much. So... What do we have to offer MedPoint? Well, you can go to medpoint.ca. You click on our fitness and nutrition tab up at the top, and you can see some of our programs there. Right now, we actually have a promotion that has $5 off sessions uh, as well as $150 off the 13-week program for new signups, right? So that's really cool, and I feel like our fall into fitness <laughs> program is going to do very well. It has been, but uh, the last uh, time to buy sessions is actually next week, guys. So uh, if you want to act on that now, please give us a call or drop by the website and send in a form because we'd love to lock you in for that pricing. 13-week program team, what do you think about it? Like You guys are all training on the floor. I see you do it. Um, any great successes with that? Like, obviously there have been a lot, but anything recently? Uh, I've had, um, different types of success from, uh, depending on what my clients had as their goals. I've had some of my clients improve, um, um, work on their back pain. Um, some clients improve their strength. I've had a client, um, decrease his body fat by 14%, 14% within only the first month of the program. Wow. So it, it, there's lots of changes with the clients. It's it's amazing progress that we're seeing in the gym. Those are big and shifts, right? Exactly. Because And that's really cool to see because what we're seeing then is like we're not we're – not, you know, doing this in an unhealthy way. We give you meal plans. We show you what to eat. And, you know, we're hoping that you're following along. But a 14% decrease in the first month, that's amazing. That could be like five pounds of fat and gaining like, you know, five pounds of muscle, right? It's all in how the ratios play into effect when you go into the bod pod. So, Garrett, maybe you want to talk about some of the cool technology we have at MedPoint, like the bod pod, like the Fit3D. And being that feedback on results is one of the biggest motivations of clients, you know, we got some of the best tech in the city. For sure. I think uh, definitely the bod pod is something that attracts a lot of people. And once they kind of, uh, you know, are in it once or twice and kind of see the results, um, that's what keeps bringing our clients back. Um, so obviously the bod pod, it, uh, you know, it takes into account your uh, muscle mass, fat mass, um, gives you a whole bunch of different measurements, and then we track it along the way, right? So yeah. um, that's kind of how we track our clients' progress uh, as we go. Um, during our fitness assessments, we also have the Fit 3D uh, yeah. that takes a lot of different body measurements. It uh, takes about 30 seconds. Um, a 3D scan kind of gives you an avatar 
um, picture that you can look up online. Um, Takes the human error right out of it, right? Exactly, yeah. So that's something that, uh, you know, clients can go online at home and look up and kind of see mm. um, their progress as well. And I was just going to uh, talk about a 13-week client that I had. He just finished, actually, uh, and he bought a bunch more sessions. But uh, he said he went uh, shopping for clothes the other day, and yeah. he fit into... Uh, a large shirt, and he hasn't fit into one of them since grade nine. Wow. And he's, I think, 48 years old. Good for so, him. Wow. Uh, just little things like that that, you know, make it all worth it. And That's so it, cool. Um, you know, clients see that, and, and it makes them want to keep coming back, right? So Yeah. Let's go over to Brandon here, because Brandon, you know, you've you've actually, you, you, you coach currently. Yep. Okay. Who do you coach? Shout uh, out to them. <laughs> so I'm coaching a, a major peewee hockey team with West London. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. And, of course, I've seen you work in the gym with kids. Kids program, awesome way for, for kids to start learning the fundamentals or, of course, uh, kids your age, getting them into the gym and working their muscles uh, so that training translates over to the game aspect, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. What do you think about uh, kids joining the kids program, especially this time of the year? Like, I mean hockey's getting into the full swing of things and stuff like that. What would you say to parents who want to give their kids uh, a bit of a leg up, right? Come to MedPoint. Mm-hmm. We got a personal trainer. Like yeah. you, you've worked with them. I, I honestly, I, I love the program, um, especially with video games and screen time coming into play these days that, you know, the kids are doing school, they're doing homework. Um, and if they only have hockey a couple times a week or another sport, uh, they're not getting a lot of physical activity, um, especially what is recommended. So mm. by coming in, um, you can work on, you know, coordination, things like that. We have fun with them. It's not like a straight workout. Even at once a week, you know, they're getting an extra 60 minutes of, of um, activity time. Um, and that can make all the difference in the end, right? Yeah. Well, and I think of how cool it'd be if I was, you know, 13, 14 year old, years old and I had a personal trainer. Hey, yeah, I'm out on the, you know, in, in the schoolyard or in the hallway. And yeah. like, hey, guys, I got a personal trainer. <laughs> check this out, right? How cool is that? That's a lot of fun. But uh, if you want to check out the kids program, that's on our website as well. You can go to it, medpoint.ca. Now, team, this is actually a perfect segue because we wanted to talk a little bit about this article that came out in Edmonton, Alberta. So Canadian article, right? We'll keep it close to home. Home related. Um, Edmonton Daycare asked parents to bring helmets for the playground. So my first initial thought when I read the, the title of the article was, gee, maybe the insurance policy isn't that great. <laughs> but um, you know what? This raises uh, good points. Uh, it's a big concern for a lot more daycare providers or even uh, towns and cities. You've seen in London here, they make those playgrounds now with the spongy like flooring. And uh, are we, you know, is this the right trend to go to? Or are we maybe protecting kids too much like what's the next steps here uh helmets now we're we going to talk about full cages or you know <laughs> half visor or what and so i just don't know where to to go with that conversation because i feel like when i was a kid i was jumping off the playground down to goddard's cove and my goodness you know my ki- my parents would just let me run and and be a kid is this too much i think it's really important to to allow the kids to learn how to navigate risks especially at a young age um, especially when it's in a supervised environment. So um, it's it's normal for them to run around and climb equipment as long as the parents or a guardian is around to make sure that they're being safe. But we, I think that's pushing it and sheltering them too much because mm-hmm. that's how they build their self-confidence. That's how they learn different skills right. um, that translate 
um, later on into, in their life. And I, I feel like putting the helmet on and then what, you're going to put knee pads and elbow pads. That's kind of taking that away from them. Yeah. Um, well, and is it like, you know, are we going to start seeing helmets? <laughs> you're going to be driving down the street <laughs> wearing a helmet. You know what I mean? Is this like a kind of a blanket solution or is it really something that could be effective, Garrett? Uh, I don't mind the idea of the kind of the spongy floor, um, but I think probably putting helmets on kids is a little bit extreme. I know things obviously were quite different when we were kids, but that's kind of how you learn to have fun and play with your friends. And, you know, you get a couple scrapes on your knees and yeah. elbows and stuff like that. And you know, you fall and, you know, hit your head or your shoulder or whatever, and, and you learn from that, and you maybe don't do that again or <laughs> uh, stuff like that. But I think that's just kind of part of being a kid. Like, we can only protect protect the kids so much. Yeah. Um, you know, you get all this protection in them and, you know, get them in their own little bubble. You just wonder what they're going to, you know, be like when they get a little bit older. That's um, true. When I, I took my kids to the playground, and, well, when I took them in the early years and they get a scrape, I mean... They'd cry Bloody Mary and like it was the end of the world, right? Now they get a scrape and they're kind of like, oh, just get up and get going, right? Brandon, I wanted to chat with you a little bit about this because you're kind of the concussions expert on the team, right? You you took your master's. If you, if you want to just uh, share with the audience listening today your kind of credentials and how you kind of weigh into this matter – uh, because you're you're actually a pretty cool guy, contrary to what <laughs> people say. Oh, I don't know about that, but yeah. So I did my master's at uh, Western there in kinesiology, and I, I studied um, concussions and in a, a new way, kind of to test them using um, eye tracking versus this the SCAT five that's being used currently. Yeah. Okay. So uh, looking at this article now, a daycare requesting kids to be wearing helmets, like. Is that a bit too extreme? Because, you know, it's not really the helmets that are helping to prevent or not prevent concussions, right? Yeah, exactly. Like um, when you athletes wear or kids wear helmets in sports, um, it's actually to prevent a skull fracture. Um, it doesn't actually do much for the for the concussion side of things. Right. Um, as for the trend, I don't know, like you start putting helmets on kids and then soon enough they're wearing bubble suits. Like <laughs> where, where does it end, right? Like, yeah. Um, it's it's hard to say, and then you're you're right with your explanation there. Like kids won't know what to do when they grow up, and they got to learn whether it's you know a, a cut or a fall from the monkey bars or whatever it may be. Um, next time, you know what? They're maybe going to take an extra precaution. They're going to learn for that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like like all this participation stuff, right? Like there there is a um, a competitive vibe to to life, right? Yeah. In, in a job, when you get into school, things like that. Um, essentially, we're just teaching our kids how to move forward in life and. Um, they will do that by getting hurt and learning from that. Um, the helmet thing just seems to be a little bit overboard. Yeah. Well, and I think that this is kind of like a trend where it's like, look, we're not quite sure about what to do con- with concussions. Parents are worried about concussions. Certainly these daycare providers are if they're starting to implement mm-hmm. stuff like this. But, you know, it's it's that kind of unknown. So we need to make sure that we're clearly educating people on on them how to properly deal with them. Didn't in Ontario, they just passed that law, uh, that poor girl who uh, passed away. Yeah, Rowan's law there, yeah. Rowan's law, and that was stating about proper procedures with uh, concussions, right? Yeah, it's a protocol within high school and and how um, coaches and teachers go about seeing an incident or hearing about an incident and how they go from there with um, recovery or or concussion testing, sitting players out, things like that, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, we got to take a quick commercial break, but when we come back, we're going to be talking some fitness myths 
What have you been tricked by in the past? You're listening to MedPoint Health Half Hour on CFPL 980. Hey, I want to welcome everybody back to the program. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour 980 CFPL. You're listening right now. We're thankful that you tuned in. And do we have a good second half of the show? If you weren't here for the first half, sorry you missed it. But you can always go on SoundCloud and check out the podcast on there. It's a great time that we have. Would you guys agree? Absolutely. Was the first half of the show not like the best half ever? It was amazing. (laughs) I apologize to everybody who missed the first half, but we'll do our best to make the second half just as entertaining. The second half is going to be good because we're talking about fitness myths. But before we get into that, I wanted to chat a little bit about some of the new services at MedPoint, the West 5. So we have the West 5 Physio that we are partnering with. And the cool thing about them is... uh, you know, they really specialize a lot in concussions. They specialize a lot in chronic pain. They're a great physiotherapy clinic to go to, and they're just down the hall from us. So we were actually partnering with them. A couple of our specialists actually work within their walls. So uh, Paige is our audiologist, and she uh, has a ton of awesome equipment. So if you're listening today and think, gee, I can't really hear Ron that great... You either need to tune up your radio a little bit more, or you need to go and see Paige for some audiology help. Uh, we also have our physiatrist, Dr. Tugalev, going into the, that office as well, and he he's just a mastermind of the body, really. He can hook you up he, uh, with a machine and see how your nerves are sending signals to your muscles and stuff like that. It's really cool stuff. So if you feel like you need a solution to some of the pains and 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 uh aches and pains that you've been going through go see them go to those offices check them out it's 1295 riverbend road uh the new west five building boy is that ever impressive with uh how it's leaving such a small eco footprint uh but they are now there um you can go on our website and see more information about that it's medpoint.ca fill out a contact form if you want to send one in we can connect you with the appropriate person Okay, team. So we all have myths in front of us. Uh, you know, these are things that you've kind of maybe thought has always been true. Or maybe you do it because, yeah, like it's it's been taught to you by somebody in the past. You know, it's that kind of old adage where if, if it was my grandma's recipe here, now it's my mom's <laughs> recipe, now it's going to be my recipe. No, we need to critically analyze everything that we're doing. Uh, and that's why I love working with fitness professionals like yourselves because we're constantly trying to better ourselves. I want you guys to throw out a myth here from these sheets and let's chat about it. So why don't, uh, Garrett, you got one there? Yeah. One that really stuck out to me was about yoga. Um, this one here says that yoga isn't a real workout. Um, I've talked to some of my clients before about, uh, doing yoga and stuff and they kind of look at me like, you know, why do I need to do that? It's, you know, it's pretty easy. Um, for those of you out there who haven't done yoga, I would recommend giving (laughs) it a try and seeing just how tough it is because, um, you know, if you don't have great flexibility or if that's something that, you know, you might want to work on, uh, yoga just might be the thing for you. It is, it is, um, you know, probably more intense than you think. Well, we were talking about it a couple of weeks ago on the program with the NFLers doing the yoga. Exactly. So, I mean... Yeah, if, I I can see this more from a guy's perspective, yeah, like the macho sure. man here. I don't want to waste my time stretching with yoga. Man, oh man, 
I did some yoga, <laughs> and I the first few times I had like stitches. Like I was yeah. like my muscle didn't know it was supposed to bend that way. And one right? thing that people uh, kind of think about yoga is it's just for flexibility, just to increase flexibility. Right. There's a lot of strength, uh, big strength component to yoga that people really don't realize, just because you know you're not using a lot of heavy weights and and things like that. But um, it really teaches you how to use your body and and different mm-hmm. muscles. Um, along with obviously the flexibility portion of it. So uh, there's a lot of different types of yoga you can do, obviously yeah. hot yoga, um, stuff like that. So, And um, if you want to check out some of these things, guess what? We have yoga at MedPoint. We do. Groupfitness.medpoint.ca. You can check out the class schedule. we got lots of classes running downtown and out in the Riverbend community. Um, you know what? Come and do some yoga. Come and do some stretching. Come do some mobility because... My, one of my clients says the mobility workouts are actually some of the hardest that she does, and it doesn't include a lot of weight, right? For sure. Brandon, what do you got there, buddy? Yeah, nice kind of segue into that here. I got a myth that strength training means using machines and heavy weights. Um, so actually, you know what? That's not really true. We have a lot of things at my point here, such as kettlebells, medicine balls, resistance bands. Um, and, and strength training just means using resistance to work your muscles. Right. So it doesn't necessarily need to come from a machine, um, or, or heavy weights per se. Right. So, um, you can use your own body weight, body weight exercises, or, um, some of the things we have here at MedPoints, like I said, the kettlebells, things like that. Yeah. Um, and, and to reach your goals. Well, some of the best workouts I've seen is Wade and he's like a pro with the bands, right? Mm-hmm. He'll get clients working and like, I'm like, I didn't even know you could do that exercise, right? It's kind of really cool to be able to explore and, and be creative and have the strength gains, right? Yeah. Fatima, what myth do you like? What pops out to you? Um, the myth that you can focus on losing fat from certain body parts. I think oh, a I lot of people one. relate to this one. Yes. Um, we all have certain parts in our body that we want to work on a little bit more. Maybe it's your midsection, maybe your legs, or maybe your arms. And um, some uh, there's a myth out there saying that if you work on your arms, you're going to lose that fat from your arm. But really, you have fat cells distributed throughout your body. And if you want to lose the fat cells from a certain area, you have to incorporate a, a fitness program that has cardio as well as strength training. Mm. Um, and then you start to lose that weight. You can't pick and choose. You can't do crunches in order to lose yeah. fat from your midsection. You can't be like, hey, body, I really want to work with you here to get rid of the bingo arms, right? Exactly. Like the, yeah. the spare tire. Exactly. It's like, no, your body's just going to take what it wants, yeah. where, where it wants, yeah. when it wants. You could definitely build strength in certain areas. Yeah. You could focus on that if you want to work on your arms a little bit more because you, you feel like you want to strengthen them more. But unfortunately, when it comes to losing fat, it doesn't quite work like that. In most cases, it'll come from the area that you have accumulate the most fat, yeah. which like for guys, it's often the gut. And for girls, it's often the hips, right? One yeah. common thing that a lot of clients um, you know, want to do is lose a lot from their midsection. And they come in and they want to do a whole bunch of core strengthening exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, where you know that's kind of an area that you got to kind of look at your lifestyle, your, your you know, your diet habits, right. um, because that's where, you know, most of that is coming from. Mm-hmm. Um, you're not going to come in for a workout two or three times a week and do a hundred sit-ups or something <laughs> and, and lose all your, your belly fat. So, yeah. um, it, that's kind of a lifestyle thing that a lot of people maybe don't really totally understand. So, um, you know, cause that's kind of where all your body fat wants yeah. to, uh, Accumulate is right in your midsection. So, um, you know, that's very much diet related as well. When you see a lot of people, they start working their abs out more. And even though they're not losing weight, it looks like they're kind of 
gaining weight because now you have like a, you know, your abs are better developed, but they're still under a couple of layers of fat. So absolutely make sure that the workouts are catered to what you need. Brandon, you got one more. I think we got time. Yeah, we got time for one or two more. So let's spit another one out. Right, I got one more here, buddy. Um, so here's a myth. Not feeling sore means you didn't get a good workout. Hmm. Um, so there is such thing as overtraining. The last thing you want to do is, especially if you're training back-to-back days, is come in the next day and uh, not feel like you want to work out because you are that sore. Um, soreness will come with different levels of intensity. Um, with higher intensity days, probably a little more than lower intensity days. But just because you don't feel sore doesn't mean you didn't get a good, a good workout in. Right. Um, and, and that those lower intensity days allow you to recover better from the higher intensity days. Um, and maybe working on different things, you know, working less rep count, getting more strength, uh, more rep count, getting more muscle endurance. And your body needs both of those, um, especially to work towards your goals. I love that. Yeah. I mean, there's certainly a lot of people who like to feel sore because then they, they kind of correlate that with, yeah, I did something right. Mm -hmm. But absolutely, Brandon, I think some of the best workouts are like, you know, some of the ones where you're not that sore because, You've been effective in the gym. You've, you've, you know, you're just used to it now, and and kind of your conditioning is is getting better, right? I I usually have the delayed onset of soreness, and it's mm. usually two days later. So yeah. if you're listening right now, and you're not sore from that workout yesterday. <laughs> you might be tomorrow. So <laughs> no, exactly. And that being said, too, like make sure you're staying hydrated, especially 30 minutes after a workout, right? Pound back a few waters, and and, and that'll definitely help prevent the uh, the soreness the next day or two days down the road. Nice. Uh, one more. Let's go one more. Let's go Fatima. Actually, this one kind of relates to the last myth. Uh, this myth is that you should work out hard every single day. Um, I know, especially when we first start into a fitness program, we, we give it our all. We want to work out every single day, but recovery is just important as, as Mm. important. Um, you need to take some time off, especially if you are feeling sore. Um, and even if you're not feeling sore, you need to take care of your body by taking some time off during the week and making sure that you're eating the right kinds of foods. Uh, maybe spend that day, um, working, uh, on mobility, doing some stretching at home or something very light. Uh, but recovery is very important. Well, if you think about it, like on a cellular level, right? I mean, when you're working out, you're you're tearing. It's you're essentially causing micro tears within your muscle tissue, and then your body says, "Oh, you know, Ron's doing this a lot. It seems to be something that he's you know gotten his routine. We better rebuild this muscular tissue to withstand more." Uh, resistance. So then your muscle comes back and, and is providing you have enough protein in your system and such, it will rebuild. So when you rest, yeah, that's when you're growing, right? Exactly. So make sure that you uh, get adequate rest uh, because we know that goes hand in hand with uh, helping to obviously gain muscle and lose weight. Team, all good things must come to an end. This show is wrapping up. Everybody feel good? Feel yeah. great. Yeah. You having a good weekend? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Hey, almost Thanksgiving, right? Like, I can't believe it's almost October. Unbelievable. But we got uh, football in full swing and hockey coming back. So that's a great time of year. Baseball playoffs. (laughs) Absolutely. So that's all the time we have for today. If uh, something that you heard today on the show stuck out to you and you want to email me, it's ron at medpoint.ca. Certainly you can go on our website. That's medpoint.ca. And check out all of our services. If you want to get back into routine this uh, fall season. We would love to see you in the gym. Uh, and of course, check out West five physio in our audiology and physiatry departments there. Uh, they'd be, uh, happy to help you out. All right. 
That's all the time we got. Take care.